Hello, bright ones. Thanks for joining me for this week's Illuminate Your Energy Reset. Whew, energy reset. Every time I say those words, energy reset, I get a reset. So that's an interesting thing because words are vibration, vibration is energy. And if I say the words energy reset, something inside myself realigns, balances, comes clear. That in and of itself is kind of a great thing. We can choose our words very consciously. We can choose how we approach things, where we look at things from, what is our vantage point. And this is what's coming in right now, choosing our words, choosing our words consciously. We have a tendency to say, let's choose our words carefully. That's true, we should choose our words with care, consciously. Usually when we hear the phrase, choose your words carefully, it comes along with a little bit of a tongue-biting tone, like, mm, Watch your words, choose your words carefully. Something might erupt if you choose your words incorrectly. And that is one way to perceive that. But choosing our words with care, choosing our words consciously, really does matter. Every word that we speak holds a certain energy and a certain vibration. And we can use words as medicine. We can use words for our own personal healing and our own personal transformation. Now, certain words might be more healing than others. Certain words might support transformation more than others. And that's where choosing our words with care and choosing our words consciously becomes key. So when we say to ourselves, I need an energy reset, that tells our system one thing. And when we say, I'm allowing an energy reset, that tells our body and our beingness something else. When we express a need, that's important. We know what we need and expressing it is very important. So to say, I need an energy reset is an important acknowledgement and it's expressing a need that we have. When we say, I'm allowing an energy reset, that means we're giving ourselves full allowance, full permission to receive an energy reset. What does that even mean? Well, in my world, everything is energy. And an energy reset is a beautiful thing pretty much all the time, moment to moment, day by day. So this is just something that's just coming to me now in this moment. I didn't premeditate this at all. Energy reset, this in itself is medicine. When we sit down to have these conversations week by week, this Illuminate Your Energy Reset is medicine of sorts. It allows us to ponder and to integrate and to embody different messages that come through. And in the very title itself, Energy Reset is medicine. So that's what's coming through right now is to really recognize how there's medicine in almost everything if we choose to be conscious around it.
How are we using our words? And how are we using the words that don't even get expressed or formed into sound through our voice? How are we using the words that are in the background that don't necessarily get spoken aloud, but the words of our thoughts? What is it that we're telling ourselves? Is what we're telling ourselves on the inside healthy? Is it supportive? Is it nurturing? Is it fostering our soul? Is it fostering our heart? Is it fostering the betterment of who and what we are as we're infinitely unfolding in this here and now? When we bring more consciousness around our thoughts, we bring more consciousness around the words that are inside of our thoughts and the words that do get expressed into sound through our voice. There's power in that. Bringing consciousness to every single aspect of our beingness empowers us more. Even just thinking about this a little bit, think about how conscious, how conscious are we moment to moment, breath to breath, thought to thought, action to action, and how much of our life is lived unconsciously, where we're moving through a pattern of experience, we're moving through even a conversation sometimes, even listening to someone talking with us, how conscious are we in that experience? And how conscious are we means how present are we? Is our presence fully awake, aware, and online in every moment? Are we aware? Where is our awareness? Are we activated in our awareness? Or is our awareness and our consciousness, our presence, a passive aspect of ourselves that maybe we're not even aware of much at all? How does this vacillate? How does that shift and change throughout the day depending on what it is that we are engaged in? There are going to be times and experiences that we have where presence and consciousness is very much in the forefront of our experience. And there are going to be other aspects of our life experience, maybe more mundane things where we really aren't very aware, we aren't very activated in our presence. And the guidance that I'm receiving right now that makes complete sense to me, and I'm not saying that I know how to rock this every moment of every day. I, knowing this, still forget. I'm not 100% times infinity in presence all of the time, conscious of every thought, conscious of every action, every word. But I know the value in that. I know the value of that for myself, for my personhood, for the essence of who and what I really am. And I know the benefit of that for everything that surrounds me that I'm interconnected with. And so this is really coming as an invitation right now for all of us to wake up to the idea that being presence more, being more conscious, being more consciously aware in every moment of our thoughts, of the words that get formed through our voice, of the energy that we are emitting, the energy that we are receiving, the energy that we sense and feel around us, how we're interacting with those energies. 
the more conscious we can become in the experience that we're having, the more empowered we feel, the more in our authority, there's that again, our inner authority, the more in our authority, inner authority rises up and we feel, we feel like the captain of our own ship. We feel like the navigators of our experience. And that is what we are meant to feel like. So starting this message with you this morning, saying the words energy reset and recognizing just as I said those words, that an energy reset was happening. Because I can't say the words energy reset without the consciousness that flows around those words automatically creating a shift in my experience. And this is coming through to share with you so that you can now, when you hear this, when I come on and we talk in this way together, and I say illuminate your energy reset, automatically there's a space in your consciousness that receives a reset and it's received however wherever you need it most in that moment let's just make that invitation and that allowance that permission and that agreement right now that when we hear or say the words energy reset that that reset is something we can trust we can lean into it we can relax into it we don't even have to know what is it that's shifting what is the reset? We can just trust that the energy reset that we have proclaimed into being. And I'm snapping my fingers, source is guiding me to do this. It's like energy reset. Like we're allowing the medicine, we're allowing the vibration of energy reset to be. And trusting that a true shift is at work. Trusting that there is balancing, embodiment, integration, healing, and full transformation happening. Healing doesn't have to be super hard, like walking through a thick bog where you can't even feel like you can lift your feet. That's the image that I'm being shown now is walking through this thick bog where your feet are sucked down into the earth and it's work to pull your feet up. It's work to be able to take another step forward and forward. And as I'm feeling that impression, I'm feeling the weightedness of that. And so many times I think that's how we think our healing journey should feel. And it's not that maybe sometimes it doesn't feel like that. We honor whatever it is that we're feeling. But the invitation that's flowing through with this right now is to allow ourselves to allow it to be lighter. Allow every moment to be medicine and allow just like energy reset that we can trust that in that moment a shift has happened. We have balance. Integration is occurring. Things are shifting in our system and we don't necessarily, and when I say system, I mean mind, body, spirit, all the layers, energy centers, every aspect of our beingness. If we just allowed that in a split second and we gave that to ourselves moment to moment throughout the day every day and we trusted that true shift and change was happening and that we would feel the empowerment of those shifts and changes without having to process it through the mental mind and know exactly what it was I feel in every fiber of my being and I have experienced this that there is truth in this reality and that the benefits are real
So once again, not what I expected necessarily, not that I have expectation. I sit down and I allow whatever messages, medicine messages that need to and want to come through to come through. This certainly wasn't in the realm of any expectation this morning, but I love what just came through and I hope that you can use this medicine as well. The next vibration, feeling, thought that's coming in is around connection. And it's interesting, everything is linking back to this idea of vibration and energy right now. Connection is something to talk about right now because, again, we might perceive connection. We tend to, as human beings, we tend to externalize almost to a fault. And as I was saying that, I was like, but we do tend to also internalize in other ways. And usually sometimes those ways aren't necessarily fully serving and healthy. So let's unpack connection a little bit. What do I mean by externalizing the energy of connection? Well, if we're thinking about connecting with something, usually we're going to tend to think of what are we connecting with that is outside of us? Am I connecting to you? Am I connecting to all of you right now that are listening to this message? Yes, we are connected. Am I connected to family? Am I connected to the ground that's beneath me? Yes. But you can feel and see how when I put connection in that context, it's me connecting with something or someone. And what's coming through right now is even in this, in this case of connection, if we can close our eyes for a moment and feel the connection that exists, all of the layers and levels of connection that exist within us that have nothing to do with anything outside of ourselves. When we do that, we start to realize this origin generating force of beingness that we are. We start to recognize so much connection is happening without even needing to think about what we're connected to externally. And if we go a little bit deeper, we can say, what am I connected to? Within myself, what am I connected to? And you can all ask yourselves that question. And what rises up first? First might be a role of things that we're connected to in our life, which might still be a role of things that are representative of connections that are actually outside of us. I'm connected to my loved ones. I'm connected to my work. Things like that. But what if we go a little bit deeper and we allow the Blue Jays are really emphasizing this and now the wind is coming in with our chimes too. What if we allow ourselves to listen a little bit more deeply with connection? And we look for the space inside of ourselves where we're connected to who and what we really are beyond the time-space reality that we're currently living in. Now that starts to stretch some of us a little bit. Most of us, though, we do have a sense of that. We may call it one thing or another, but we have a sense that we are connected to something beyond the physicality of our experience here and now on this earth plane. And we have a sense that we're connected to, uh oh, little bugs are coming. See, all kinds of connection. Let's just keep our eyes closed. <laughs> Connecting inward. We are connected 
to the infinite reality of all that is. We're connected to our soul. We're connected to our heart. We're connected to essence. We're connected to presence. Presence that vibrates within us as the fullness of who and what we really are. And the reason that we're being guided here is because if we can recognize connection in this way, if we can recognize true connection, the connection that exists within us, oh, this mosquito really, really wants me. The connection that exists within us in all ways, always, regardless of what is happening in our periphery, regardless of anything else, then we start to recognize and remember the depth of our beingness, the depth of love that resides within us. We cannot feel that connection without feeling love, without feeling the vibration of love. And this is where the message is going to just hold us and cradle us and nurture us right now. We need to know love and not love as externalized love. That love is beautiful, manufactured love, love that we effort into being. Those are all beautiful expressions of love. But love in its purest form, love as essence, love as the absolute energy that everything is birthed of, that is the love that we are meant to be connecting with now, connecting deeply with. If we can do that, everything in life shifts and changes. Everything. I really believe so firmly and so strongly right now that, and this sounds, oh, it drives me crazy to think of the idea that to focus on love sounds like we're bypassing all of what needs our help. It has nothing to do with that, but if we can meet the darkness, if we can meet the shadow, if we can meet what is disserving in this world, what has been turned upside down and inside out and clearly needs transformation, we need to meet it with love. And we can't meet it with love that is externalized love or love that is manufactured. That's the word that comes. It, it, it is not that kind of love. It has to come from the essence of love that is within us. And that can be a very challenging thing because all of us humans on this planet, it doesn't matter who we are and what our life experience has been. Some of us much more so than others. All of us have experienced challenge hurt, trauma, and wounds in our lives. And by way of those wounds, we protect ourselves and buffer ourselves. And sometimes by way of doing that, which we have to do that in order to cope, but by way of doing that, we forget the essence of truth that lives within us, the essence of love. And through self-healing, through soul growth, through remembering, through conversations like this, we begin to be able to tap into the source nature of who and what we really are by this love. Love is the source of all. Love is the essence of all life on this planet. And it can't be taken from us no matter what happens to us. It also can't be given to us because it's already ours. 
And if each of us on this planet can begin foundationally to remember that, to wake up to that, to find the connection with that essence within ourselves, that is when humanity will begin to shift into the brighter tomorrow, the brighter todays that we all know are possible. I just know that that is the foundational piece to this puzzle that we are all trying to rebuild together. This is where it has to start. We have to come home to the heart. We have to come home. We have to nurture the heart. We want to change everything. We want to fix everything. We want everything to be better. We want this world to operate in a way where harm doesn't come, where trauma is a thing of the past, where wounds don't happen. And I don't think that a world like that is possible, honestly. There is always going to be trauma and growth and wounds and suffering. But how we meet that, how we meet that, where we come from when we meet that, do we have the inner well of capacity vibrating strong and clear within us to be able to meet that head on, face on, hearts forward? That is when everything will begin to shift. And there is not a being on this planet who does not deserve that experience. We all deserve that experience. We deserve to know love from the inside out, not conditioned by anything or anyone outside of ourselves. We deserve the purity of that experience. And the only way that we can find our way to that experience is through allowance through first opening to the idea that we are worthy of that, that we are deserving of that, that, and that worthiness and deservingness, I don't know if that's a word, if our worthiness and deservingness is only our way mentally of coming to the fact that it exists within us, whether we thought we were worthy of it or deserving of it or not. It is our essence. Again, it cannot be taken from us. It cannot be given to us by another. It is ours. It is inherent within us. I know this sounds like oversimplification, but if that were true, then we wouldn't even be having this conversation because this awareness would just be. It would just be. I believe the face of our of our healthcare systems, our mental healthcare systems, need to change. Yes, the medicine, yes, the procedures, yes, the therapies that are being offered still need to be offered, but the foundation that these offerings and these procedures, these treatments are sitting upon needs to be rebuilt. It's like the foundational piece has somehow been forgotten. How we navigate through taking care of the environment. How can we navigate through changing this world through to addressing climate crisis and climate change? How can we address all of the issues that we face around inequality and injustices? How can we face any of those truly through a program or a treatment or a shift without the foundational piece being present where we understand connection.
where we understand consciousness, where we understand that love is the force. And it's a love that most of us, you know, we make light of that love. How can we, we, we make light of love? Yes, we make light of the word love because we're always focused on love as a conditional situation, a, an exchange of some sort, something that is created, a mutually created exchange of feeling, of energy. But love is so much more than that. It is so much more than that. It can't be con confined. It can't be contained. It can't be defined. Truly, we're talking about essence that is nearly impossible to put into words in the context of languaging in this human experience. It's something that has to be known. And then that begins to feel just, you know, it's, it's dismissed as being, that's too flighty, that's too woo-woo. And it drives me crazy, I'll be honest with you. It drives me crazy because I know that it is the foundational truth that is missing. It is the foundational experience that we all need to remember, reunite with, come home to within ourselves that will make all the difference to how we can navigate forward through conscious connection. Conscious presence. Knowing the consciousness of our thoughts, our words, our actions. And knowing the interconnected nature of everything and knowing that all of what just came through completely and wholly resides within us before any other interaction happens. When we're conscious of that, when we're in presence around everything that was just brought through, that's when everything will change. And my personal invitation to all of us is to wake up every morning and say, how can I serve in the consciousness of my loving being toward myself and toward all others that I meet on the path that lies before us? And so that's where I leave us this week, looking at what does lie before us on this path, knowing that we have full authority over the creation of that path. How conscious are we in that creation? How present are we in our presence as we are creating? Every step you take matters. It makes a difference. Every single one. How conscious are we? Every step. What are we thinking as we're taking a step? a literal physical step and a metaphorical step. Consciousness, presence, purpose. We can say to the world, just be more loving, be more loving, be kinder, be more compassionate. And that's beautiful. Yes, those are wonderful things to invite in ourselves and in others. But what we talked about today, here together, is approaching that from the inside out in a different way. Really looking inside. It's not an externalized thing, not at least at first. It has to begin within. 
How can we know the love within ourselves? And how do we allow the consciousness, the true energy of the purity of that love, how do we allow that love to be our operating force? How do we allow the acknowledgement, the knowing, like steepen that relationship? That's what this is about. Grow the inner connection, grow the relationship within and allow the relationship within to serve everything that comes into expression, into creation through you. And don't rush it. Take your time, be slow. It's not about figuring all of that out so that now everything that comes out externally is all synced. Take your time. These last couple years, if nothing else, have been an invitation toward inward work. It's what it's all been symbolizing. Go inward. Remember love. Remember connection. Work that relationship inside. Do the inner work. All of us, each and every one in this world will become what we know it can be. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm Savi Ma from lovingawareness.org and Illuminate Your Circle, and I'll see you next week. Be well.